Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of a brand new podcast called Let's Talk Football. Here we talk about all the hot topics in the NFL currently. I am CJ Polins, along with my brother, Brandon. Hey, how's it going? So, without further ado, let's get started. So, our first topic up for discussion is the news of Ben Roethlisberger. He uh, has officially decided that he will be leaving the Steelers after this season. They have um, the Steelers have one more regular season game left in Week 18, and then that will probably it, be it for Ben Roethlisberger. So um, this is like I see it as kind of a start of a rebuilding point for the Steelers. Because uh, Ben Roethlisberger was their main uh, lead guy on the team for a really long time. And I think now that they'll be losing him, I think it's the start of a, yeah, like I said, a rebuilding period. Yeah, CJ, I completely agree with that. I mean, the Steelers are 8-7 and seven on the year. They, I mean, it's been mediocre at best. And Ben, ben Roethlisberger, what he's meant to this franchise is probably – I mean, he's their guy, right? Like, Mike Tomlin and him have always had a great relationship. And yeah. he has been their number one quarterback since, I think, 2004. So, to lose him is going to be really hard, I think. Yeah, it definitely will. Um, the Steelers, as you said, they're 8-7. and seven. They do have a small chance of potentially making a wild card game still this season. They will have to win next week. And the Ravens will have to lose next week. And they still might have a chance of making the playoffs. So it's still possible, but very little. And it's looking like this uh, Week 18 game will be his last game. Uh, his last home game uh, was earlier this week. And um, they ended up winning that game against the Browns. So, um, yeah, that was... Uh, pretty emotional game you could tell for him uh in the interviews and stuff like that so yeah um i can see uh with the draft that's coming up during this offseason the Steelers going and probably drafting a qb they uh should have a good higher draft pick considering they didn't do you know terrible they didn't do that great, but they didn't do terrible. They should have a decent draft pick to get a QB, right? They'll which is what be yeah. the road around probably 17 or 18th pick. And yeah, CJ, you're right. Like the Steelers have a chance to still make the playoffs with the Ravens. Fortunately enough, they're playing the Ravens, so it looks like whoever wins that game gets that last wild card spot. And with the Steelers being two and five on the road already, it's not really looking great for them. I would be willing to bet that the Ravens probably have the edge coming into this next game. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking for the Steelers to finish probably 8-8, eight 8-8-1, and, eight, eight, eight and one, um, and barely missing the playoffs. And to your point, they need a quarterback, right? So, if they get if they get like a mediocre, like, middle-of-the-road draft, they'll probably definitely use it on a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, quarterback should be the way to go for them in the draft because they have young uh, Najee Harris, the running back they just got about a year ago. Uh, and he's ha he has looked 
tremendous his first year. He's been awesome. So he he's locked into a pretty good size contract. He should stick around on that team for a while and definitely help them down uh, in this next free next few years. Right. And CJ, one thing I want us to keep our eye on as we look towards the 2022 draft is there's a kid from Ole Miss and it's Matt Corral and he is right now projected as a first round pick, but they they're thinking he's going to like push to the twenties and um, I could really see the Steelers taking him and uh, he's a four year junior He's six foot two, two hundred five pounds. He loves to sling the ball, and he reminds me a lot of Ben Roethlisberger. He's a little slimmer than Ben Roethlisberger is, but <laughs> he can sling. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, that's I think he's someone we need to keep an eye out because I think he can fit the Steelers' offense really well. I think Mike Tomlin could pull him in, and may, it may take a couple of years, but I think he would be a good fit there. So we need to watch that as the draft comes up next May. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so, do you have any more you want to add on that? No, that's or all. We can... That's all I've got. Okay. Well, so that is it for that topic. The next topic we have is is about the Tennessee Titans. With their star running back out, the Tennessee Titans have looked solid. Um, they were, the first half of the season, they had Derrick Henry. And then the second half of the season, we saw them lose a couple of games that they probably should have won. But we also saw them win a, a couple of games and play very well. So it's kind of a hit or miss right now with them. So the question I have for us to talk about is, can the Titans make it through the playoffs, uh, You know, be a strong contending team during the playoffs, without having Derrick Henry. And I think, personally, that they can, based off what they've showed us, how they can play without him. But it also could come up key that they have him. Uh, it, you know, not having a star like Derrick Henry could make you, you know, miss out on one or two more touchdowns, which could lead you to losing the game. So... The Titans, they're 11 and 5 on the year. They are currently the first seed in the AFC, I believe, which kind of blows me away. And they've got a really easy game with the Texans coming up. And we were in Nashville when the Titans played the Texans for the yep. first time this year, and the Texans beat them. So the Titans having an okay record on the road, road of 4 and 3. I still feel like the Titans are going to edge this one out, so which will push them to 12 and 5. And I do believe that will give the Titans a bye in the first rounds of the playoffs, which will be very needed for them. Um, of course, being out without Derrick Henry really hurts. But I think Dante Foreman, or Dante, I'm not sure how you say it, has been a good like piece that they have found, and he has worked. He kind of fits in the frame of he's a power back who loves to run. And with them not really having any luck with Adrian Peterson, I think – they found their guy this year in Foreman, but, it, I mean, who can replace Derrick Henry, right? And um, with them having so many issues in the passing game as well, I think it all comes down to the offensive line getting the ability for Dante to rush the ball effectively and then for the Titans defense to get 
turnovers. Um, if the Titans' defense can play and show up, I think they've got a good chance. But if the Titans' defense folds, I think they are in a hole. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And um, I totally agree about you saying Dante Foreman has definitely stepped up to the spot of filling in a good role. He, of course, hasn't completely replaced Derrick Henry because, as you said, no one will be able to completely replace Derrick Henry. But he, I mean, he's been a good replacement, good enough replacement for them to keep that running game strong so that they ha wouldn't have to turn completely on the passing game. And with them, you know, losing the er, the game in this earlier in the season against the Texans that we badly had to witness, they should, I want to say should, win this game next, win the game against the Texans next week. But as we've witnessed them losing that game earlier in the season, you know, anything is possible. And if they end up winning the game next week, they are guaranteed first place in the AFC. If they lose, then they still have to count on the Chiefs losing. If the Titans and the Chiefs both win next week, the Titans will have the first seed. If the Titans and the Chiefs both lose next week, the Titans will have the first seed. The only way that the Titans do not have first seed is if the Chiefs win and the Titans lose. But uh, I, like you said, I doubt seeing that happen. Um. So, yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree with you on that. Right, and the Houston Texans aren't really looking to win this Sunday. As sad as that sounds, I hate to put in the mindset of teams not wanting to win, but I honestly believe that the Texans are in no place to win. They only have four wins. They're wanting a good draft pick. They're still trying to sort out the mess that Deshaun Watson caused, and they're going to need a quarterback too. I mean, we've already talked about the Steelers are going to need a quarterback next year. The Texans are going to need one just as bad, if not worse. And so with them having a 4-12 and record, 4-13 and if they lose to the Titans this weekend, they put themselves in a really good place to pick up a quarterback. So I think the Titans are going to take this game handedly just because of the fact the Texans aren't really – in a place to win a game. It's not even, it's not going to help them when it comes to the draft this year. Yeah, I definitely agree because at this point, winning this game would only hurt them exactly. because it's impossible for them to even make any playoff spot at this point. It, that was kind of shut out a few weeks ago. And if they win, they get a lower draft pick, but if they lose, they get a higher draft pick. So, they're not just going to, you know, go out there and forfeit the game, but it's not like they're going to go out there and, you know, win at all costs kind of thing. So, right. yeah, the Titans really are looking up to win this game next week, but should put them in the first seed, which if they win, it's, it's guaranteed that they get in the first seed. And like you said, the defense has – they've been playing good lately – but we have seen them before not play so good. Uh, the problem with tackling has continued. Um, a lot of missed tackles and stuff. So I think, like kind of you said, the defense is kind of the hit or miss here. The defense plays well. I think they'll play well as a team. But if the defense doesn't play well, I think it would give up the game. 
absolutely. I agree. Okay, so do you have anything else you want to add on that? Nope, that's all I've got for that. Okay, so we'll leave that and go on to our next topic about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown um, was the wide receiver for the Buccaneers uh, these past couple of years. Had been swapped around his team with the Steelers, got in trouble with them, and then he went to the Raiders, I believe, and then left them to go to the Patriots, uh, took some time off, and then left them to go to the Buccaneers. So these past couple of years, he has been passed around all, all kinds of different teams in and out of the league. But earlier this week, when the Buccaneers were playing the Jets, the Buccaneers were down uh, two possessions to the Jets, and Antonio Brown turns around. He was on. He's on the sideline. Turns around to the crowd, takes off his uniform of the uh, jersey and the shoulder pads, and throws it into the stands. And starts walking out and leaves. This, you know, kind of brought a big shock to everybody. And in an interview, he was asked about, you know, why in the world did he leave? And he just, and he was quoted saying, it was not the right place and the right time for me to be there. So... I'm not really sure, you know, there's probably something that we don't know that was going on with them that transpired. Also, another reporter was uh, said that he was eight catches away from a $3,000 uh, salary bonus, and they were not throwing him the ball, so he got frustrated and left. I'm not sure if, you know, that's strong evidence or not i don't i don't really know so what what do you what do you think right well some news came out today regarding why antonio brown did what he did and he claimed it to be because of his ankle and so apparently his ankle's been bothering them this week and it's what forced him to stop playing this past weekend against the jets and um with the press conference that the Buccaneers did today, um, they released a statement that they, that I'm going to quote them on this, and they said, We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is the most importance of an organization. Of course it is. And so at the game this past week, he left, he did his thing, he wouldn't go back in. And Antonio Brown's attorney, Sean Burston, said Wednesday that the wide receiver told the Buccaneers he was too hurt to continue playing on an injured ankle. But Coach Bruce Arians has come out and said that he had no knowledge of this. Bruce is quoted in saying, at no point during that game did he ever ask the trainer or doctor about his ankle, and that's our normal protocol. We go through protocols during the games, and I was never notified of that. So, obviously, there's some back and forth of he said, she said, Antonio saying that he was too hurt to play, and um, the Buccaneers are trying to force him to play, and then Coach Bruce Arians was saying, well, if he was hurt, he should have said something, and he did not say anything. And as we know, what happened? Yeah, um, okay, so... 
with you saying that, uh, you know, the coach said that he never had any knowledge of what was going on with him. Uh, the training staff had never had no knowledge of what was going on to him. I don't want to say, I really don't, you know, want to say this, but it kind of makes me think that he was almost looking for a reason to quit, maybe. Right, so th there's this thing with Antonio Brown, right? Like, this is the third time that something has happened to him, or at least I can think of the third time. Maybe it's even, maybe there's more than this, but it started with the Steelers. He didn't like how stuff was going on there, so he quit. He got into some legal trouble that was outside of the NFL, and then the Raiders took him in. Well, things weren't going great with him at the Raiders either, so he was let go there. Well, then he gets this shot with the best team in football and the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, at the Buccaneers. Well, he's not happy with how Tom Brady likes to throw the football because he's not getting the most of the passes. Well, he's got to realize that people like Mike Evans play for the Buccaneers, and of course Mike Evans is going to get the majority of the passes, and even Gronkowski. So obviously Antonio Brown's got some issues, and like you said, I think he was looking for a way out. And I'm sure his ankle was having some issues, but clearly he made the wrong decisions. Yeah, I think maybe he just looking for a way out, and then he knew he would be, you know, interviewed about it, of course. Just using the ankle injury as a cover-up, kind of just an, as an excuse. But there, you know, there's that, and there's also a few other reasons that, you know, he was quoted saying that he left. So really, you know, I don't, you, you never know which one to trust, but... Yeah, like I said earlier, I think he was just looking for a reason to quit and uh, also to draw a lot of attention to himself making the scene that he did, you know, throwing his uniform and <laughs> into the stands was kind of a, you know, kind of just trying to go out with a bang, I think. Right. And so the Buccaneers released him today, and I think this is sort of, his exit from the NFL. I know he's a great athlete, but this is kind of like a three strikes and you're out thing, right? What do you think? Do you think yeah. someone actually signs him in the off season? I wouldn't. If I was, I would not either. He seems like if if I was in charge of signing player, you know, the general manager, there ain't no way. Yeah. I would think he would create too hostile of an environment, and it would just be another scene all over again. <laughs> yep. Okay, so if that's all you ha if that's all you have to say about that, I guess we can move yeah, on. Talking about Antonio Brown, <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. So the next and this will be the last segment of the podcast. I've titled it in the most, you know, best way I can. It's called Who You Got. We will make, I will list the games for week 18, every game that is coming up. And we will, me and Brandon both will make our predictions. And next week on, on our podcast next week, we will look back at the beginning and see who got the most right and what our records were. So are you keeping up with who said what? Yeah, I'll keep up with it. Okay. 
So, the first game is Chiefs versus the Broncos. Brandon, who do you think will come out on top on that one? I'm taking the Chiefs. They're looking to finish the season strong. Going into the playoffs, they're still wanting this number one spot. They had a really shaky season, I think, even for them. And I think they are going to put a hurt on the Broncos this Saturday. And I think they are sort of hoping that they get this first round by um, to get them out of the first round of the playoffs to sort of get a comfortable um, seed. So I, I think they're I think they're going to take the Broncos. Okay, so I'm a. Uh... I'm going with you too. I think the Chiefs will definitely beat the Broncos. And, um, yeah, just because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. We know how good they are. And uh, the Broncos, you know, the Broncos actually did surprisingly well for, for you know, what they were expected to do this season. But even with that, I still think the Chiefs are going to come out on top. Okay, so the next game is the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Okay, so I think the Eagles are going to upset the Cowboys this Saturday. The Cowboys are 11-5, and five, the Eagles are 9-7. and seven. I think the Eagles, I'm not sure if they still have a chance to get in the playoffs. I think they do, but I, I think they're going to pull it out. I'm, I'm, I think the Eagles are going to get it. Okay, you think the Eagles are going to get it? Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to disagree with you. <laughs> uh, I think the Cowboys are going to get it. And I think this because the Cowboys are, I think, yeah, 11-5. and five, And they've been looking so well this season. They've been looking really good, you know, really strong. Uh, defense, Dak, Dak Prescott's looking better than ever. And then... You have the Eagles. They've been doing, you know, all right, but I still can't think that they've been doing they as good as the Cowboys, so I'm going to have to take the Cowboys on this one. Okay. The next game is the Packers versus the Lions. All right, so this is the Pack. Pack's got it. They're 13-3. and three. My opinion, this team Packers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. There is no reason the Detroit Lions want to win. They're two thirteen and one, and extra wins just going to hurt them at beating the Jaguars at getting the first pick in the NFL draft. Detroit Lions losing by forty five. <laughs> okay, man, you're even popping out scores, man. I didn't even think to go that far. <laughs> um, yeah, I I gotta agree with you. The Packers, I call this a Best team in the league versus the worst team in the league game. The Packers versus the Lions. And like you said, the Lions have no reason to want to win this game due to the draft coming up. And the Packers have every want to win this game, which I'm pretty sure they have secured uh, first place already in the NFC. But so really, uh, yeah, but the Packers are just so good. And the Lions, sorry to say it, but they're just so bad. Right. So, yeah, I got to take the Packers. And with that, DeAndre Swift is a great running back. Don't get me wrong. I think he's great. Um, uh, yeah, he's really the Green good. Bay Packers, we may only see Aaron Rodgers for a quarter. He may sit the rest of the time. 
Even with that yeah. said, Lions, Lions losing. Yeah. And, you know, if I was head coach, I probably wouldn't even start my starters, maybe in a few of them, due to even if the Packers lose this game, it doesn't even hurt them due to them already have clinched the NFC first place. Yep. So, yeah, I think you don't start any of your starters, and I still think the Packers will come out on top. Um. Okay, so the next game is the Colts versus the Jaguars. Okay, Colts versus Jaguars. So we, I can say this again about the Jaguars, just like I said it about the Lions. Jacksonville two and fourteen. Indianapolis Colts nine and seven. Colts are wanting to finish on a good strong, good strong win to finish ten and seven. Couldn't tell you the last time the Colts had ten wins. Probably when Andrew Luck was on the team. <laughs> Jacksonville, if they finish two and fifteen. I think they will get the first round pick or the first overall pick. I'm not sure. Since the Lions have a tie, I don't really know how that works. Um, so Jacksonville does not want to win this game. Indianapolis Colts do want to win this game. Colts by 15 probably. Okay, yeah. I I got to agree with you too on this one because, yeah, it's just like you said with the Lions. The Jaguars have no want to win this game. And – the Jaguars have no want to win this game, and the Colts have every want to win this game. Uh, the Colts are behind, or second place in the AFC South, behind the Titans, and um, they're wanting to really lock onto that wild card spot. And uh, winning this game against the Jaguars will definitely should do that for them. Okay, so the next game is the Washington Football Team versus the Giants. Washington football team. Uh, look, Giants suck. They stink. Their team's in the bin. Um, Washington football team, I think, is going to take this one. I'm more interested to know what Washington's going to change their name to uh, next month before the Super Bowl. So, I uh, <laughs> these teams are good. Both of them are bad. But I think the Washington football team edges out the win at the end. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I got to agree with you, too. Uh Washington football team, I'd say about maybe a little less than average, and the Giants are pretty, you know, pretty low in how I would rank these NFL teams. So yeah, I gotta say Washington football team coming out on top. Right. This the is next teams of the bad yeah. and the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the Bears versus the Vikings. This is this next one? Bears and Vikings. Okay, so going into this season, I thought the Vikings were going to be a good team. I think they were going to challenge the pack to win the division, and it has not happened. The Vikings have good players on offense, and it has just not worked out for them. Um, that being said, I think the Bears are a little worse. Justin Fields has just not showed me any promise as a quarterback in the NFL. They're 6-10, and 10, and unless he – I don't even know if Justin Fields is playing this week. I think he may be out for COVID. And if he is, then I don't think the Bears have a chance in the world. I'm going Vikings. Okay, you're going Vikings. I am also going Vikings on this one. Um, because, like you said, Justin Fields hasn't been looking, you know, entirely promising if he'll play this week. And um, neither of these teams, I believe will be making playoffs. Uh, Vikings, maybe. I don't think. 
yeah, I don't think either of these teams will be making playoffs. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I think the Vikings will come out on top. And uh, Brandon, we have two more minutes to wrap this thing up before we hit the thirty-minute mark. So okay, I'll just go through quickly then. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is the Titans versus the Texans. Titans. Okay. So the next one is the Steelers versus the yeah, Ravens. Steelers versus Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens. Okay, I'm taking Steelers. I'm taking Ben in this last game. Okay, okay. The next one is the Bengals versus the Browns. Taking Bengals. Joe Burrow. Taking the Bengals? Yeah, me too. I think, you know, Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase looking really strong. The next one is the 49ers and Rams. Taking the Rams. Give me Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to take the Rams too. Um, you know, they've been doing so great this season. Uh, the Panthers versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Tom Brady's looking to finish the season strong. I'm taking the Buccaneers as well. Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Seahawks upset the Cardinals. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Patriots versus Dolphins. What did you take for Seahawks Cardinals? Oh, Seahawks Cardinals. I got the Cardinals. Okay. Patriots Dolphins. Patriots win and Mac Jones. Okay. I'll got the Patriots too. Saints versus Falcons. Saints beating the Falcons. Easy pick. Okay. Jets versus Bills. I'm taking the Bills against the Jets. Okay, I'm taking I'm taking the Jets on this. So, the Jets versus Bills. Yeah, I've got the Jets on that one. The Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers versus Raiders. I'm taking the Chargers. I think the Raiders season has been in shambles ever since the coach got fired. You're taking the Chargers? Me, too. I'm taking the Chargers as well. So, yep, that is it for this uh, podcast. Um, we will look back on these uh, game predictions uh, next week, next Thursday. So, uh, yeah. So, um, Brandon, you got anything else that you want to say? Uh, I think that wraps it up for me. Thank you for listening along. Yep. Thank you, and we will see you next time. Goodbye.